Hello everyone, you are tuning into Inspired Listening, a show that is dedicated to telling the stories of anyone affiliated with the College of St. Benedict and St. John's University. I'm your host, Michael Swearingen. Let's get started. Today's episode is about origin stories, and the journey that each Benny and Johnny takes to become, well, Bennies and Johnnies. From June 23rd through the 26th, both colleges hosted the first ever joint reunion. It was then that many alumnae and alumni revisited their alma mater. Amy Reif graduated with the class of 1986. She says, St. Ben's is a place where she found a lifetime supply of friendship. These are the girlfriends that every year we get together multiple times and we've kept these friendships up for 30 years and coming back here it feels like we never left. I asked Amy why she thought she stayed so close with them for all of these years. I kind of think it was an all-girls school so all the girls, we really did bond together on those cold winter nights when there was nothing else to do but just hang out and um, you know we didn't really have phones or TVs or electronics, so you just you just made your own fun. We played a lot of cards, made a lot of popcorn, and you know, you just made your own fun. Memories like these are shared by Johnny's as well. Bob Precourt graduated in 1971. He says he remembers his first day on the football field. Some of his teammates even became lifelong friends as well. But Precourt remembers two things very well. His recruiter, and the campus. I uh, learned quite a bit about St. John's because there was a great college night and a wonderful recruiter. Uh, at that time, his name was Lon Franck LeMay, Father Lon Franck, uh, now Father Don. Uh, he was a great presenter and uh, really set the school, I think, on a pedestal that uh, is still on uh, as of this moment. So wherever you look, uh, there's some kind of natural beauty that uh, is recognized and I think becomes a, a treasure for the people who stay here. Uh, the visitors come and I think they're impressed. Uh, whether the young people who come is uh, maybe student perspectives, whether they stay or not, you know, I think they uh, go away from here as everybody does with the, the sense of the natural beauty and uh, the, the care that I think is given to the natural environment, which is a Benedictine tradition. Precourt came from humble beginnings with a mother who was, as he joked, 110% Irish Catholic, and a father who converted from Methodism. Unsurprisingly, both of his parents believed in a Catholic education, so St. John's was in his trajectory. However, not all alumni came from the same beginnings. Jill Dykstra Swiven graduated in 1986. She came to St. Ben's for the horsemanship program, which was cut after the 1981-82 school year. So I had both sides of the philosophies growing up in my house, and I decided to come up because the horse program was up here. And decided that I wanted to ask a lot of questions and challenge the way that I was brought up with different points of view. It has been years since anyone has been in the horsemanship program. 
and very few current students still know that it once existed. But it's not the oldest event in either school's history. Just three years before the St. John's Abbey Church was completed, Tom Super, another inquisitive student, arrived to the St. John's campus with questions that needed answering. He had eight siblings, and he says, like many families at the time, he felt a certain anxiety about money and poverty. Upon arriving at St. John's as a priesthood student, he experienced an ideology that challenged him. Uh, one of the first things I learned was that the monks took a vow of poverty, and that this was a vow they took because it made life better for them. It made life, got you closer to heaven. This was a new idea for me. <laughs> I, I actually lived with men who were, who sought out poverty. They didn't, they weren't frightened by it. They didn't try to avoid it. They went looking for it. And they made vows about it. And I, that was a great liberating idea. Nuns and monks don't actually take a vow of poverty. However, a commitment to Benedictine values ensures each monk's dedication to moderation and simplicity in their daily life. For Alexia Muchisu, a 2001 grad, it was something different that brought her all of the way from Kenya. And the values that have stayed with me, what really made me stay in St. Ben's and continue coming back, is mostly because we have a sense of helping others. So everything that I've done in my career has been somehow to change somebody's life in some way. You're tuning into Inspired Listening, a show airing every Friday. You can download the podcasts on iPhone, Android, or on SoundCloud. You can also find episodes of Inspired Listening at www.csbsju.edu slash podcasts. Until next time. Show music written and produced by Nicholas Swearingen. <laughs>